0: I'm your host, Dr. Ned Hoke, a veteran in natural methods healthcare, speaking with you today from Sonoma Valley, California, for an hour of health topic digestion and discussion. Please stay with us. Welcome back to Health Matters Radio. Dr. Ned Hoke today joined by Dr. Peter Fairfield, and what we're doing is kind of circling back and regular listeners will remember that we've talked to Peter on at least two or three occasions so far When he, since he's been back into town, and we've had a chance to hear some of his stories and some of his insights, and, and he's a, a, with us again uh, for that purpose today. So welcome to Health Matters Radio, Peter Fairfield. Thank
1: you, Ned. It's always a pleasure to be back here. Good. Ned and I have known each other for, I don't know, 40 years now. <laughs> yeah, right friends and adversaries and friends again and somehow we always circle back to being friends why not and um i'm thankful i think i think Ned's doing a great job here in town and uh happy to be on the show
0: good well i think that you know there's you know sonoma is as you know is it is unique as a unique little place and for those of us that love it um It's 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 also fun to sort of celebrate it with other people. And of course, I'm happy that you're back with us and able to, you know, to bring your wisdom and your ability to provide guidance and and, uh, uh, insight to our listeners. So, Peter, let's let's start with just before we push the button and and came on air, you talked about uh, wanting to talk about the virus. So um, let's just go ahead and jump right in and start there, if that's okay with you.
1: Okay, um, let me uh, predicate that with um, uh, m- my main focus on, the, uh, on, on uh, in my practice is um, mood, behavior, personality, spiritual development. Uh, some people call called it organical psychiatry, but it's much tra- more transcendental than that.
0: Uh-huh. And
1: so fear, fear and depression, anxiety are a big part of this whole pandemic thing and what's been fostered on us. And, um course, I'm not an anti-vaxxer. You know, I was vaccinated with yellow fever when I went to Africa, and I certain things I would be vaccinated for. But I am for, um, you know, public knowledge. I am for people knowing what they're getting into. Okay. And uh, I believe that the information that people are getting is, is really based on financial need and control and again, I don't know everything and I will honor anybody's opinion that disagrees with me and again, if you want to take the vaccine, I will drive you to the hospital and, and wait there with you. I'm not an anti-vaxxer, but I think that there's so much about this this situation that is based on money and power and as soon as you get money and power connected up with medicine and science, you have a problem and that's I, I think that's really screwed us around a bit. Now,
0: okay. before
1: Trump or after Trump, I think you realize that there's been a lot of interference in the direct science of this. Um, you know, the the, the vaccine is 78 percent the same as SARS two, SARS one. It's not an unusual virus. It's not so different. It's only 20, 22 percent different. 20, yeah, 22 percent different. Okay. Um, and so, it's quite different. And and the vac- the call this a vaccine is is not correct what they have out now. Even all three of them.
0: Mm-hmm. Although
1: I understand the third one is not an mRNA a, a vaccine, but they are is ex- exper- I got the phrase here. Um, it, it, the, the, they're experimental uh, pathogenic primers. And what happens is they they trigger the defense mechanism in the RNA and the DNA. for for a stronger reaction whenever they identify this virus. Now, that's very different than just having an immune response and having antibodies. It's very different. And this is still still, uh, registered as experimental. Animal studies were never done on this. They went right to humans. There have already been over 50,000 people hospitalized from from this vaccine, both here and in Europe.
0: And uh, let's 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 stop there for just a minute. You're saying there's 50,000 people that have been hospitalized as a consequence of having taken the current vaccine. Is that what you're saying?
1: That's right. And and these figures are all all out there. You you can go to uh, Frontline Doctors, um, which uh, their website is um, www.afcds.com. It's it's America's Frontline Doctors, afcds.com. All of it's there. I'm not making any of this up. And go go I,
0: go, go a little more slowly with that, so for, for our listeners can write that down. A, what is it again?
1: It's America's Frontline Doctors. That's AFCDs.
0: AFPDS.
1: AF Alpha Frank Cat David Sam.
0: Alpha, Cat C.
1: okay A. C, D, S. Okay?
0: Uh, okay, the the last, the, the, the second to last one again, one more time, please. A is in, Des-
1: A is in Alpha, F is in Frank, C is in Cat, D is in David, F is in Sam. Okay. AFCDS.com. Okay, okay, it's all there.
0: All right.
1: But there's other sites, here, but this is the most recently I came across that has everything, okay? Okay. So, this is an experiment virus. It's external drug. It's, n- it's never been animal tested. All of the animals that they tested, the previous vaccines for SARS-1 died, and 2 died. Most of them died.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Because what happens is it gives a hyper response to some people. Now, some people can going do fine with it. Right. But if, if you're on uh, ACE inhibitors, if you're on any kind of Tylenol, aspirin, if you have any kind of inflammatory disease, if, if you have high blood pressure, if if you have a lot of the things where your carbohydrate metabolism is off, uh, you know, if, if you're on certain kind of antidepressants, um, you know, we're talking about hundreds of millions of people just in those categories, you are more at risk. And I, according to the figures from the CDC, um, if you're under 20, you have a 97 percent survival rate. If if you're if you're under between 20 and 50, you have a a ninety-nine point six percent survival rate. If you're fifty to 70, you have a 995 percent survival rate, and, and, and above seven, you have a ninety-five percent survival rate, and that's untreated. And this is from the CDC. So this, so if you, okay, so those
0: those numbers are if you get if you get the the, the full <clears throat> excuse me if you get the full. Uh, vaccine uh, experience, and or that, not vaccine. No, no, he, this is,
1: no, 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 no. This is not the vaccine. We'll get to the vaccine in a minute. This, right. this is the so, disease. Uh,
0: this is the de- disease issue.
1: A, a, anybody that gets in contact with this, right, goes to this. Okay, ninety-nine percent safe. Okay, as I said on last radio show, most people that come in contact with this are asymptomatic. Right, and even Fauci, and even Fauci admitted. That uh, is very rare for anybody symptomatic to be contagious. In Western medicine, there's no such thing as an asymptomatic disease. If you don't have symptoms, you're not sick. That's the official description of Western medicine, okay?
0: Right. And again,
1: I'm not against any of this. I'm just trying to have people realize what they're doing.
0: Right.
1: And so um, there's no evidence. she uh, admitted this. To, it was on the news last weekend that there's no evidence that uh, that the disease keeps you from getting the virus. I mean, that the vaccine keeps you from getting the virus. There's, there's certainly no evidence that keeps you from spreading the virus. It just minimizes the extent with which you'll have a reaction.
0: Uh huh. Right. Okay. Right.
1: So, w- w- one of the big things on this that's telling, uh, when this first came out, it was last spring. There was a, there was a lot of talk about Oral which is a a, 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 a a drug that's been used safely for 50 or 60 years, maybe longer. Right. It, it, it's safe all over the world. It's given to pregnant women kids, and kids continually. There's no side effects. Very effective for this virus because it's an anti-inflammatory and it kills it kills the virus and elevates the immune system. There was you know JAMA. Which is probably the most respected medical journal in the world, the Journal of the American Medical Association, right. published an article that stated that there was a 90,000 person uh, examination of the use of chloroquine mm-hmm. worldwide, and it came out negative. Well, a bunch of doctors, America, a lot of the doctors that are involved in this, America's frontline doctors, became curious because nobody'd ever heard of this. Really? And finally, an investigative. <clears throat> I'm to the article because the article was totally phony.
0: Mm. There's
1: nothing true about any negative effects from the chloroquine. Effect. Again, it's a safe, inexpensive drug that, that would help most people with any kind of um, uh, um, COVID infection. infection right. right. But again, most people <clears throat> that get COVID don't have any symptoms. Most people who get symptoms that are mild. Most people who have serious symptoms. Do fine. and a very small percentage, most of them having comorbidities, uh, are, are the ones that die. Now, the death rate in 2020, I've, I've seen different reports, is either the same or lower than in 2018.
0: What 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 are we comparing apples and oranges? There, I mean, are, in other words, they didn't you didn't have it. No, in... We're,
1: we're, 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 no, it's definitely less. less. We're, we're, we're comparing the overall death rate in the United States. It's no higher in 2020 than 2018. And yet, supposedly, we have 400,000 people who have died from this disease. That's because there's almost no reports of the flu. So many of the COVID cases are, are actually flu cases, pneumonia cases, heart cases. If you, you, can test, you can have a positive test for COVID, is what to give you whenever you go near a hospital, but have no symptoms. And no matter what you died of, they will put it down as a COVID test. And initially, there were a lot of reports, and I, I don't know that this is still true, but initially, and I talked to a friend of mine's son ran the big, big university hospital on the east coast, and even he admitted to her that that they got three times more much money, more money from um, uh, Medicare than they did regularly. Now, even even though the hospitals were full up from from people thinking they had COVID, the rest of the hospitals were empty because all the, all all the the um, non-emergency surgeries were canceled, so the hospitals are losing lots of money. And, and we, we should go on lots of different directions here. The, the thing about it is, you know, we, we see that we see the pictures of, of, of the virus with these spikes on it. Those spikes are what attach. Simply taking vitamin D makes our cells like Teflon, and it keeps the virus from sticking. Vitamin D, simple vitamin D. You can get any stuff. Vitamin D3, not D2, D3. Right. And zinc and is what keeps the virus from uh, replicating. If everybody had been given that for free, you know, we, we, all this would have been over. But nobody's making any money. Okay.
0: Right. That's, that's always the big problem, isn't it? If nobody's making any money, that's, that's then that's something. Something's terribly wrong. Yeah, I understand. So. You know, I, I don't think drug companies are evil,
1: but you know, they're, they're, they have an opportunity to make trillions of dollars on this virus.
0: Right. Okay. So, so, so
1: look there's a lot of stuff i don't want to just talk about this people are you know this cover thing has gotten to be like religion you know and i just not going to convince anybody but i do want you to know that there's a lot of other information that you're not hearing on msnbc fox cnn uh, the, the the evening news well and of
0: course I, I uh, of course what people are hearing is that what people what people are hearing is they're hearing about the um the cordwood the cordwood bodies in in los angeles for instance in terms of the the uh, uh, the morticians can't can't manage all the dead bodies.
1: Right. but a body that's diagnosed with COVID has to be processed differently. It's special processing that that, 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 that doesn't contaminate anything.
0: Okay? okay, there's so there's more money involved, you're saying.
1: I don't know if this is a money issue, but because these are contagious bodies, I mean, normally you can take a body and send it to the funeral home and everything gets processed. But these have to be processed by special means because they are, quote-unquote, contagious. And and, and so it, it creates this offense that more people are dying. But according to the worldwide statistics, they're not because mm-hmm. the, the, the statistics and everything else are way down. Mm. We can talk about masks, you know. There's a wonderful guy named... Um oh, what's name? I'll come to you in a minute. There's an amazing position up in Washington that has been working with alternatives to cancer and AIDS and all kinds of things for years. He's from Germany. He's a brilliant guy. Klinghart, Dietrich Klinghart.
0: Oh, yeah, Dietrich, 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 Dietrich Klinghart, right. With his K, yeah. You're right.
1: And he was talking about research from Germany that was saying that mask, no mask, uh, social distancing, no social distancing wasn't a difference.
0: Mm-hmm. So you can
1: say, well, how could that be? You know, it makes sense, all these particles. The other day, I was walking in the dog park up in Napa. And I'm gregarious. I, I started talking to this guy who had cute dog. And uh, <clears throat> he was a nurse. And we were talking about masks. And he said, it, when he works in an in, in intensive care unit, he, he, he has to wear an N95 mask, which is the most protective mask. Most people don't have that. Most people have the blue mask or some fabric. Right. But they said, even, even when he wears an N95 mask, in order to work on, on the, the ward, they put the sealed plastic hood over him with the mask on, and then they pump liquid saccharin in there. And if he can smell anything sweet, it means that there's not a seal on the mask, and they have to rework the mask to get him a different mask so that it works. Okay? So that's the level that masks need to be in order to work. I mean, nobody, you know, if you walk in the store, everybody's got this old sky crinkled and it's out. Also, and I don't have data on this, but we don't know that the virus dies immediately in air and sun. I don't know. I haven't seen this. But, but why, if, if you have it, why isn't it on your clothes and your hair and everything else, which means it comes off by natural, you know, circulation. It could come off on your clothes and get on your clothes once you get home and take the mask off. You know, if you really look at the, the detailed science of this, it's not clear at all. So, right. so those, are some things to, those are things to think about. I didn't make it up, you can find it all out. But, you know, and again, I'm not an anti-vaxxer at all. But I am somebody that thinks that we should yeah. have informed consent. And right now, there's so much hysteria. And look at the businesses that have been lost to this. Sure. Look at the fear that people have. Look, look at the terror that people have. You see people driving along alone in the car with a mask on, just kind of huddled you. You know, you walk on the dog park in Sonoma, and I love Sonoma. And you see, people, people don't even want to meet your eye; they're just terrified. Right.
0: So that, that,
1: that, that's what's killing us more than
0: anything. Okay. Well, I I think that's an important view to be to be heard, and I'm I'm grateful that you heard you've shared it with us, and and because uh, I think that it, this is this as you as you know well that this is the kind of talk that. Uh, um, that isn't finding any of it's not not it's very little of its finding its way to the public domain and and people don't feel they really have a they don't really feel they have an option they, f- they feel like there's the only the only option is to submit of course and and of course that sure so so frontline frontline doctors is is a one source do you have any other sources that you our listeners who might want to go online and read more
1: well, you know Dietrich Klinghardt. You know you you can look at the story of Jamis canceling the, you know their you know their their major article on on I mean it's all out there.
0: Well, yeah, but that one of the reasons we one of the reasons we have people tell us where to go is so that because if if you've you've done the homework and looked around, I mean then, uh, you know you you feel you feel this frontline doctor site is a, is a good one, but so you don't have another site that you recommend other than Dietrich Klinghart and.
1: Well, well I, I'm in contact with, with physicians all over the world. Right. So, you know, these are the two easiest, particularly the, the frontline doctors. Um, that's the easiest. It'll all be right there. Uh
0: huh. Okay.
1: And, 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 and these are physicians. You know these are, you know, these are people on the front line. You know, nobody's an anti vaxxer, but they just want people to have conformed consent.
0: Okay. So I'm going to read it back to you afcdf.com. CDF to s, s and sam okay c okay a f okay well for our listeners benefit that they can go there and and read and and, and hear so other than <laughs> other than the most crushing thing that our culture has to deal with these days uh, what's going on in your life these days Peter in terms of your work and things like that tell us a little bit about what your work is a little you, you gave us a little shot in the beginning here but you you do a lot of your work on, on, on the phone. You tell me, and, and so uh, let, let's share, right? Let's sh- sh- let's let's talk about some of that. I mean, what what is it, what is it you're finding people are concerned about, and w- how is it you're able to be of assistance to them?
1: Okay, um, I I started studying meditation when I was eighteen.
0: Okay, and
1: I also worked as a biofeedback therapist at UCLA and Mass Rehab in Boston.
0: Right,
1: And bio, biofeedback is where they teach people to go into their own body and make changes in their physiology. Right. So, so those two things, my meditation and Qigong experience and the biofeedback, I developed a system that I've been doing for over 20 years. And also I'm a medical intuitive. So when I talk to somebody on the phone, I can tell them about themselves. And um, so as I'm working with them, I can use their breath as an anchor. Go into different places in their body that they're disconnected and, and or have a, stuck emotions and trauma and help reconnect it and help release whatever's there. And it, it's kind of like doing acupuncture, but I have them do it with with, with guidance on the phone and through the breath. Mm-hmm. So I, I find this is I mean I, I do a lot of spiritual work, emotional work, depression, anxiety, lack of creativity. I work with a lot of famous artists, and musicians. I have toured with famous people. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> And, and I've emailed through colds and flus because, say, if you have a cold or a flu, then there's a place where your immune system is shut down and your body needs to discharge. And, and once you go in. Now, I, I want to add this. There's a great intelligence to most of our disease process. Mm-hmm. If you talk about karma, why you're in one place and not another, you can say cold. So lots of times I see people get the cold or the flu and it, it's serious. And so they're better. They're
0: Better than they were before. <clears throat> so, are, are you are you telling us there's a there's a lesson in disease? I'm
1: telling you there there can often be a benefit in
0: disease. A benefit, right, right. Peter, we 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 reached a time when I need to take a little break. We're talking to Dr. Peter Fairfield, and we're kind of catching up with Peter on what's going on and his uh, practice in Sonoma. He's been back with us now uh, for several months, and he's doing quite well, I guess. And so, we'll please stay with us. We'll be back with you in just a moment. And Peter, if you can just wait for 20 seconds so our tech can see where the break is. And welcome back to Health Matters Radio. To, uh, today, Dr. Ned Hoke is being joined by Dr. Peter Fairfield, a medical intuitive and a really interesting guy who's got a, a practice in Sonoma Valley and uh, uh, has been with us in years past and went, went away for and had, an, ex- I, I'm sure, a very exciting many years away and seeing the world and. Learning many things, and then came back to because he th- he found Sonoma Valley so attractive and so charming and delightful, and so he is back with us, and and we're talking about uh, kind of late right now about what his work, his recent work, and the kind of people he's working with, and so a lot of our listeners are probably not familiar with the ability of somebody like yourself to work on the phone with people to do. What you just described, basically, which is, you know, getting, having people do acupuncture on themselves inwardly. Is there is there a way of describing that to our listeners that might be maybe either maybe give us a little experiential taste or maybe say it coming, you know, something like that so our listeners can get a feeling for what you're talking about?
1: But, but visualization doesn't necessarily connect our experience to the body. And w- what we're all able to do is to begin to, we can all feel every part of our body. We can learn to feel every organ. We can learn to feel our eyeballs. We can learn to feel the retinas inside the eyeballs. We can feel to feel our brain. And we can definitely feel the, the, the organs inside our body and, and the big systems. Um, I think most of you can recognize if you're afraid or, or stressed, your energy goes up, your your breath gets shallow, you're tightening the shoulders and chest. So I always start with having somebody, and this is very common, having somebody breathe into their lower abdomen. So when they inhale, they feel the stretch against the pubic bone as they inhale. And as they exhale, it just comes back down. Now, this is, some people can get it right away. Some people have no, no sense of the felt experience of their body. As, as, as we let ourselves drop into that general expansion against the pelvic bone of our tongue, the pelvic bone is the horizontal bone at the, at the bottom of our abdomen. If feel that stretch, what happens is it switches the function of our nervous system from stressed and tight to a little and open, from sympathetic to parasympathetic. Once we shift into this self-connected parasympathetic, parasympathetic mode, it allows us to begin to have self-awareness. It allows our body to heal. It allows our ourselves our to, to, to digest food, feel energy, be sexual, be be emotionally connected, all that. Many people these days have digestive problems because they're actually not in their body. They're stressed. They're tight. They never relax enough to really get to their food. Once you relax, the body takes over. So I always start the sessions um, with, with the sense of this breathing in the lab. And then, again, we want to feel the sensations. As we begin to feel the sensations in the body, then it allows the body to to function more on on, on automatic. Once we get used to feeling anything, then we can feel more and more details. And then pretty soon, the body regulates itself because we're not disconnected. When we shut off our our sensation of the body, often we learn this in family. Many families are disconnected as part of how they live. They don't don't feel hurt, they get angry, or they're numb, or they never say the truth, or there's a quietness, or there's a fake smile on their face. How many families live like that? And so um, we develop these patterns often in the womb. My my honorary dad was David Chamberlain, who did world-changing effects on prenatal psychology, the experience of the baby in the womb. And we find that babies are learning to adapt to their family right away early early within the first few months our nervous system is adapting to our mother's and father's nervous system we're adapting to the chemical changes of, of fear and anxiety and tension or love and caring um, right away and, and, and so our nervous system is adapting right away
0: and and if I can if I can jump in for a second and for a listener's benefit there's quite a good deal of science on what you just said I mean there's this is this is not a new idea not not unique to you I mean it's uh, the recognition of, of you know from the beginning of life, the the alignment of the nervous system of the child to the parents is a uh, is is remarkably um, uh, de- dependable. People, it's, it's sort of it's an elaborate version of monkey see, monkey do.
1: Right. You you can get you can get a, a doctorate now in prenatal psychology, which is what it's being called.
0: Wow! I didn't and, know that. And so that.
1: understanding, yeah, prenatal psychology. You you can get a there's a school in Santa Barbara that you can do that, and it's it's changed um, it's changed the way um, in, in in many countries more than ours. It's changed the way the pediatrics works and obstetrics works because they they, they approach the mothers if the baby's constantly aware. When when my when my son's mother was pregnant, uh, we used to call him the bump because he was a bump. And and I remember at the time, like three or four months before I was born, I could go up and put my my mouth against her tummy and go, Hey, Bumpy, Bumpy, how are you? And I would tap, I would tap the tummy and I would feel him tap inside. Wow. He was responding to me months before he was born. And we used to play a game. I used to move my hand a little bit to the left and he was called. And then I'd quickly move it to the right and you'd have to find it. I was interacting with my son as a developing infant inside his mother. That's how conscious they are. But when he was first born and he was kind of in that, that glaze when babies are born. And I said, hey, Bumpy, he turned his head and looked at me. That, that was just minutes after he came out. As soon as his eyes were open, so so he, he responded to that. Now part of that was a nervous response, but still, he, you know that, that's how conscious Babies are they experience everything. So so our our, our trauma and, and our programming, both positive too, uh, happens early. Now in Chinese pulse diagnosis, when I in, in, in acupuncture Chinese medicine, we use pulse diagnosis as one of our main diagnostic methods. It happened you know, in Arizona in the in the Tong dynasty when it was considered impolite to touch the body. So you'd have to want to stick their arm through a curtain and you'd, you'd feel the pulse. I've I learned to describe the emotional and, and, and psychodynamic characteristic of the parents and the pulse. I can feel the personality of the father, the personality of the mother. Sometimes I can feel the personality of the grandparents. One time I felt another, I felt another imprint of the pulse on the side and, and it turned out the person. She was Vietnamese, and, and, and she, she had very little contact with her parents. But she had a nanny that brought her up, and I could feel the energy of the nanny on the pulse. So all, all of these things, all of our influences are in the body, and because because they're in real time, and they that means we can we can get at them, we can strengthen them, and we can let the obstruction go. When when we are overwhelmed, uh, either conceptually or energetically or physically, the body. Shuts stops, stops function. Doesn't know where to go. It's like it gets confused. you just stop for a minute. Like you're driving, you get confused. It just have to stop. Same thing. So we're using the breath and awareness. We can begin to feel these things, and we can begin to release these old patterns. Now, I talked about intelligence a minute ago. I started to say, so many people that have serious flus, and they get sick for a few weeks, have fever, they don't eat much, they're they live alone with themselves. A few weeks after they get better, they're healthier than they were before they had the food. The fever burned out some toxins. They got to spend time with themselves. They got to slow down. They ate different food, and and, and they got reattached themselves. So, there's a whole whole idea: the benefits of illness and the intelligence of disease. That's talked about very little. I, I hope to do a book on that one of these days.
0: I I, I would I, I urge you to do that because I think that is just such a glaring missing. Missing piece, you might say.
1: Let's we'll, we'll, we'll talk about measles and chickenpox. But, right. you know, I'm, I'm 71. But when I was going to elementary school, if some kid got the measles, everybody would take their kid over to that house to, to, to be inoculated so that kid would get the measles. So they, would be, they wouldn't get the measles. They, they would have they get sick for a week, and, and so that was easy. I remember, I remember on TV, I don't know, sometime in the last year, seeing, the CDC reports over 700 measles cases in the United States. You used to have 700 measles cases in my town. <laughs> it wasn't as bad, you know? And, and so they've taken this disease. You know, I suppose somebody dies from measles, but, it, but it's like, you know, it's like how many people die from eating popcorn? Not many. And so so I think there's also a benefit to these diseases. If you take measles, mumps, and chickenpox, what happens? You, you get this thing where heat... Is, is being eliminated from the body through rash and through swelling and it comes out of the body and that's 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 this if you would understand these kind of childhood diseases the release of heat and, 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 and toxins from the inside of the body out of the body. So what's the benefit? It usually happens right around the age kids start to sit in school. And so at about the time we need to civilize our kids and back up. So you know kids are outside, they fall down, they get up, they get a little cold, they get better. This is the immune system learning. This is the immune. This is herd immunity beginning to learn. It's, it's it's getting in touch with all these different bugs and bacteria, and it's teaching the immune system how to deal with them. Okay. So when 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 we are um, when we get when we get these diseases, what happens is by releasing this heat, it, it, that energy of falling down, and getting up. Chinese medicine has a certain amount of little inner strength, you could say. But but it's held in the body as heat. Uh, The heat is kind of protective. When we have to sit in class and become socialized, it's very hard for the kids to sit still. And so if if you notice, kids that that are allowed to have mumps, measles, and chickenpox, particularly the the, the second two, measles and chickenpox, they're calmer afterwards. Because this this core heat is released. And and, and this is a common disease in our culture that's happened since we've tried to civilize people. People, you know, it's not a deadly disease, and there are great benefits from it. People are never looking for benefits because people are trying to sell vaccines, and doctors are trying to get business. But but this whole thing of money and and, and power and and creating a distance from our intelligence of what's going on. Mm. This is one of the big things. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. you talk about my own practice, you know, it's, not everything is life-changing. I, I, I like to see people with kind of emotional issues and stress and that sort of thing, that I can treat necks and backs and all that. But often, even if we find a neck or back problem, you find an inner tension or, or, or an inner trauma that, that keeps the body from functioning fully. And, and gradually, the inside impedes the function of the outside. All, all of our joints, like hip joints are usually connected to the, the pelvic area. If somebody has a neck pain, I can poke around their chest and find a point on the chest. If I press it, all of a sudden the neck is free because almost all your neck problems come from organ tension, tension and stress in, in the upper abdomen. So there are all these inner-outer reflexes. And so, you know, I have, you know, like you, I've had, you know, 40-some years of experience, so it's just kind of pattern. So treatment becomes simple. You know, I identify the pattern and help a person move through it. I use acupuncture, herbs, homeopathy, and a lot of use some Tibetan medicine, some Indian medicine, and uh, basically healing can be fun. Yeah. And and it's it's, it's it's not this arduous thing of of, of, you know I use acupuncture, the to one, and we used to cry, and sometimes that happens. But 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 also healing can be fun. I use a lot of humor. I play wonderful music behind. I have an amazing sound system, and so it's this wonderful experience of transforming. From a less state to a more state. That's how I like to do it.
0: Mm-hmm. So, okay, so you, you, you talk about how a lot of your, your clientele is on the phone so that that doesn't involve... Oh, oh
1: yeah, we got, away. Oh, we got away from that, yeah. So, anyway, I, once I ground a person get them into the fundamental breathing, usually the first couple of sessions, we, we get so that we can breathe into the different parts of the pelvis, the perineum, the, 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 the tailbone, sacrum, and so forth. So a person is now grounded, and now a person is in their body. The person feels solid on the ground, solid on the earth. Their body is, is, is containing. Most of our common problems, blood pressure, headaches, eye problems, digestive problems, have to do with the energy going up rather than settling and being down. So, so once we get a person connected to themselves and able to experience the inside of their body, then I show them how to how, how to go in and, you know, we can... You can find inherited tension patterns in the kidneys. We can go and relax the liver. We can go and open up the the, the pancreas and so forth. Right? Like It's even possible to go into the eyeballs. Like, for instance, everybody just take them in and feel your eyeballs. Move your eyeballs back and forth. You just feel the shape of the eye within the eye socket. Just let yourself feel that. Uh-huh. You probably never tell your eyeballs, but there they are. And then if, if most people have tension on the upper part of the eye, between the eye and and the, and the the top of the socket, go ahead and feel that, just kind of make it so when you inhale, it feels like the breath is going there, and nursing it, and then as you exhale, you're kind of releasing tension, and uh, you can go into the eye, you can go into the, the retina inside the eyeball, and uh, you can release tension, it's, it's very good for retinitis, it's very good for detached retina, uh, and then the, the eyes are connected to the liver and the kidneys, and so, you know, like you, I've been doing this for 40 years, I understand that. Western and Eastern physiology. So I don't need to do the eyes right away. We need to do more simple and basic things, but just learn to just be in your body and begin to breathe and feel yourself grounded,
0: mm-hmm.
1: knowing that you can charge your own body just with your own breath. Um, it begins to people feel much more confident about themselves,
0: and much more and, able to handle. And for me, the the or part of the wonderful kind of nature of what you're just talking about is is that it it's the it's the wonderful simplification. And, and also the, the, this, this helping people restore the sense of that they really have a right, uh, <laughs> you, to call it that way, to have, they, have a, they have the right and privilege of being able to be with themselves in a, in a way that is not sort of, uh, in always being in responsive to others. In other words, you're, if, you're, if you're going inside, and you're, 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 so you're not always at the edge of somebody else's need, you can actually live within yourself in a whole, in a holistic, holistic kind of way, and of course, so many people are really kind of uh, always at the at the will of at the will edge of others. In other words, they're always trying to serve other people one way or the other, or they feel trapped by serving other people, and they oftentimes never get a chance to to serve themselves. And what you're you're doing is you're giving a wonderful sort of political permission for people to really disconnect. From unnecessarily unnecessary tension, I meant to say, and and uh, and this is, of course, as we as we both know, is is remarkably useful in in terms of the management of disease and distress. Uh, so so Peter, um, coming to talking about, unless um, you have more, you want to say about what you were already starting with. I, I want to
1: one minute. Most disease is very simple. Right. Even complicated, advanced diseases are very simple. We're not used to thinking about them that way because uh, the Western guys are focused in on cells from, from out. But if you look at it from the big picture in, then you can see that holding patterns in, in the upper chest, you know, l- limit the lung chi and the lung energy, and then it makes it more susceptible to cold and pneumonia and stuff. You, you can see the digestive problems are, are usually a matter of not being present as soon as you get present. The digestive problems change, you know, and, and so forth. Down the line, most problems are are fairly simple, but they're not simple. You can go back to the causes of them, what's simple, and look for how, the, how they've gone forward. Once we begin to feel our own body and, and the truth of ourselves, when somebody's lying to you, you can feel a funny feeling in your tummy. You know, you can tell. And, and if, you're, if you're talking to someone else and you don't with what they're saying, or, or it's rubbing you the wrong way or triggering you, you, you can notice that in your, in your own tummy, because your tummy will tell you, our there are our big liby detectors, And and you can feel that, and, and you can consciously make a decision to respond or not respond, but you know that they've triggered you. you you've, you've had a sense in real time how you're feeling about what's going on. You know, there's so much of this BS false news that's going on, and I, I feel sorry for people. I... <laughs> Uh, my my dog was playing too roughly with a parakeet, and I tossed a a, uh, a, a remote control at her to, to get him to stop. And I had birds walking around, and, it, and and the TV accidentally changed to Fox. So I, I watched Fox for a few minutes. So if I watched Fox for, for for every day for a year, I would have such a different reality on what's happening in the world. And and and, and so so many of us have these ideas about what's going on and what's true and what's not true. The only way to know for sure is to be connected to your own body, your own truth, and, and know what feels right to you. And then rather than having it agree with your tribal view or what you've heard or what your neighbor says, you can have your own opinion about, about how you feel and what what the truth is for you. And that's something we need desperately.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, I think the chances are of, of, of getting more of that, and of course... How, how, of course as 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 uh, i don't know if you paid attention to the inauguration today but of course yeah and and part of what i think mr biden is inviting us to do is to is to begin to reown our truth and to begin to uh do what we can to have compassion for people who have been led so badly astray as as you you described the people who like who <laughs> listen to fox news every day for a year
1: I didn't say that foxes are led us astray. I might feel that way, but they probably feel about us. But the, the the point is, is that once we get a sense of what truth feels like in ourselves, we we can make a decision.
0: That that's really where I, that's that's really where I was going. I was going to basically say I was basically supporting your point, which is when you when you get a chance to actually come home to yourself and use your own your own devices to understand and to feel the world, of course, then you'll have a better chance of, of making sound decisions on, on your own behalf. So Peter, um let's talk a little bit about for a moment if you would. Uh, let's do, do you, your website so our listeners who might want to see more about your work, could uh, share that with us would you?
1: Yes, it's one O-O-N-E, infinite hearts oneinfiniteheart.com.
0: Uh-huh. And you are an author and you've written uh, uh, some books so uh,
1: I have written a book called Keep Happy uh-huh. Which is about finding the place of happiness that's already inside us. You just have to uncover it. I, I just finished a, a, a new novel, which I'm trying to find a, a uh, um, an agent for. It's a, you know, I, I fear a lot of people aren't reading the spiritual books, so I wrote a spy novel. Where the main character, the main is a reincarnated Tibetan Lama, con- eventually confronted with how to live his training and yet function in this violent, aggressive world. So there's. You know, there's psychic sex and psychic warfare. Actually, I, 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 made, I made the president kind of just like Kamala Harris. Uh, I learned this about six months ago. She was elected to an older president who had a stroke, and she became the president. And if you look carefully, the, the, my description of the president in the book matches exactly Kamala Harris. And and so I've got Putin in the book. It's, it's very up in world politics. And yet there's, and there's a wonderful female character who's like the smartest woman in the NSA, and she's emotionally... Uh, young because she was with older people her whole life and she has this incredible relationship with with a main character who's half tibetan half american his father was a cia agent who was in 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 tibet in the 90s and had an incredible connection with this woman and they had a baby and then so the baby was trained in all the most esoteric spiritual and and medical arts and then finally when he's 21 goes hey wait i can't do this i'm not a monk so he goes he, he leaves tibet he goes to beijing and He's sitting on a bench in the park one morning, and he hears his, his name is Norbu, He's, he's uh, sitting on the bench in the park, and he hears a voice, Nobu, don't turn around, I'm your father. I've missed you all these years. We've never actually met. In your right pocket is an address. he's there in two hours. And then all of a Dad disappears. So it turns out his dad is an American intelligence agent, who eventually takes him in and, and trains him, and he becomes an intelligence agent working with his dad, and then.
0: Wow, mystery, mystery. Well, it, it's, it's, it, it sounds like a wonderful book, and it sounds like a lot of things that would be of interest to you, too. In other words, it would sound like it might have been fun to write.
1: Oh, I loved it. I, I, the summer before last, I, I was in Hawaii for four months just finishing the book, and I've kind of been working on it, but I'm looking for a, a, an agent right now. I've got a couple other books. I, I, I've got two other books that are almost done or in the process, and uh, another novel, and... Uh, I just started writing a novel where where Norbu's half-brother, who, who he doesn't know about, whose father was the same intelligence officer, but he left the family because he was worried about their safety. And so he grows up, and, and I haven't developed it totally yet, but he's was Norbu's half-brother, so, eventually meet, so it's kind of a parallel story. Right. I right. so got a book called Argue with Reality and another one that's about, called The Pulse Enlightenment. So they're happening.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, Peter, what, what occurs to me to say is, is that, I mean, that, that the, just the, the little snippet that you gave us in terms of the kind of inner work that you help people experience, uh, I have to believe that uh, there could be a, a show on KSVY. You could do that, uh, you know, whether once a month or something. Related. There could be a, the Peter Fairfield Get Inside Yourself show, or I mean, I don't care what you want to call it, but, I mean, it would seem... I,
1: before all this happened, I actually talked to the station manager about it. It's, it's a matter of time. Uh-huh. um I, I've done I've done I used to do a radio show in San Francisco actually I did two one called go to help okay. and another one called hold a shift and uh I, I did those in, in San Francisco and I used to do a TV show down at Santa Barbara called Journey through consciousness this was years ago uh-huh, but right. I love that and I'd like to do it um it's a matter of time
0: sure sure, sure.
1: I, I'm going I am going to start a weekly meditation class, I think, on Wednesday night here. And I'm, just, I'm just on 1st Street East, across crossing the ball field. Right. But um, let me get my phone number in case anybody's Yeah, interested. please.
0: Actually, that, that was part of where I was trying to go here.
1: Uh, it's, it's uh, again, Peter Fairfield, and it's the Tara Center for Health and Happiness. And um, it's 415 377 415 377 zero HC. so you can Google me I'm on Facebook uh, and, and my website is one infiniteheart.com and I wow. love to talk to people and uh, you know I, I love Sonoma I'm happy to be active here.
0: well for our local listeners who who have the opportunity to visit with you directly I think that this uh, uh, that you bring a, a whole level of, of skills and, and orientation that is uh, very much appropriate for where where we are here in Sonoma. So we thank you for taking again some time for us here at Health Matters Radio and cluing us in on the things that you did. And let's we look for visiting with you again sometime in the future. So thank you for Thanks, joining man. us. So
1: this show this was fun today.
0: All right. Take care, Peter. Thank you.